0: The smart thing and more interesting thing to do with this show is so let's go straight to
1: business, like let's let's conquer the world together.
0: Wow, nice, perfect family!
2: Brought to you by The Superior Hero Show, welcome to episode 20 of The One Below None, The Superior Hero Show's podcast covering the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Today we'll finish our coverage of the Disney Plus series leading into What If, with the future primetime Emmy nominated series Loki. For 19 episodes, I've gone by Daryl, and joining me for the show this week, my co-host for most of this journey, Sean, how you been? We missed you last week, buddy.
1: Yeah, a lot going on, but I'm back. Back Feeling once. Good.
2: Let's let's ready to talk about Loki. Good stuff. Good stuff. Back once again and becoming a regular on the show. Rich, welcome back and happy birthday. Oh, thank
0: you, oh. man. Thank you. Happy
2: birthday, Rich. 32
3: 32, thirty-two. <laughs> All right, one more year before your Jesus year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, and introducing for the first time, everyone. Welcome, Josh, to the show. How you thank doing, you Josh?
3: Much. Yeah, I'm right. no, doing good tonight Pleasure to be here guys Thank you
2: Nice nice. Now Josh Since this is your first time On the show You gotta go through A sort of initiation Okay So it's 10 rapid fire Style questions Based on Marvel <laughs> lore There's no right or wrong Answers to these questions It's just opinion Alright 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 So let me know When you're ready Whenever you're whenever you good Alright Alligator Loki Or Throg The Thor Frog Alligator Loki Vibranium or the Pym particle? What they use in Ant-Man. Vibranium. All right. In Civil War, who was right, Captain America or Iron Man? <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. Nice. All right. Family first. Who's the better family? The family of the Fantastic Four or the family from the Fast and the Furious movies? He's closer to uh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. X Men or, or Avengers? Uh, X Men. Agent Phil Coulson or Agent Jimmy Woo? Uh, Coulson. Coulson. What's the worst Avengers movie?
3: Uh, what is it? I think like the, but not Avengers, but I think like the second Captain America. I just didn't like it that much. Okay. I, list. I don't know why. I all think right. That's what I would say. All right. Killmonger or T'Challa? I'm not sure either one of those are. I can't. Killmonger and who? T'Challa from the Black Panther movie. Black okay, that's T'challa.
2: T'Challa. T'Challa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's the best Aunt May? Rosemary Harris?
3: <laughs> Sally Tomei. Or Marissa Okay, Marissa or Tomei. The Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Marissa Tomei, let's see you know. yeah, All right. <laughs> And if you could have any
2: infinity stone, which one would you choose and why? Uh, can you run through them just real quick? Infinity stone, there's a time, space, reality, mind, okay. soul, and
3: power. Reality. Reality? reality. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And why reality? Any particular reason? or You it can just fashion and fold it as you want to seemingly. Okay. You know? It good answer, good answer. makes all the rest, you know, without time. I mean, minus time, you can do anything you want with reality, so. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. Josh, welcome to the
2: all right, all right. Josh, thanks for being a good sport. I really appreciate that. That's, uh, no worries. You know. It gets you the know.
1: jitters out a little bit. There so. you go. Yeah, Rich
2: had to go through it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, so.
1: Josh, you ain't like Winter Soldier?
3: Was it Winter Soldier that was the second one? That's the second Captain yeah. America movie. Oh. No. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, I can't remember specific. I just rewatched them all with my kids from beginning to end. But I think, I'm like I think that was. What's that?
1: I'm like heartbroken. Right. I've seen them all maybe three or four
3: times, but not well enough to, to quote it all in that spot. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he'll let us know for sure
2: next time. Alright, uh, before we get into Loki, if you enjoy spending this hour, hour and a half with us uh, every week, give us a like and share on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Spirit Hero Show. There you can find artists and writers' spotlights, giving credit to the creators of all this shit. And uh, we're going to be uploading some pics of us and all types of other things coming up on those pages soon. So definitely check out Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and whatever your uh, podcast platform you're listening to us on. Leave a review, you know, 15 seconds for five stars and it's free. So definitely do that for us if you can. Now, jumping into Loki, um, real basic question to start everybody off. What do we think about this series overall? Uh, best shit ever? Worst shit ever? Uh, they could have did a lot more. Um, Sean, since you took last week off, you want to lead us off
1: with what you think about this uh, series overall? I thought it was amazing. I feel like the Disney Plus series is getting better and better and better, and then Loki was just like a cherry on top. What we got up from what we got the first three, like, and it changed the whole universe, it changed everything as we know it. Like, we thought we were going to get that from WandaVision, but we got it from Loki,
2: yeah, definitely. Definitely, I definitely thought that that WandaVision, because that was the one that they said was definitely connected to Dr. Strange, I thought that more was going to be with that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, nah, I definitely feel you with, with uh, Loki. Uh, Rich, what do you think about this series?
0: Um, like, they banged it, like, out of the park. Like, it's 10, <laughs> every episode was a 10 to me. Um, I feel this was, yeah, the most impactful to the story. I mean, the first scene, you see a scene from the Avengers. Like, how much more into the Avengers movie movies have they gotten? You know, just seeing... Um, Hulk and Thor and all of them in the start, I mean, come on, like, that was just big, you know, them just showing that scene again, and then them showing that scene where they kicked it off, like, that that really connected to the Avengers movies, I felt, like, really substantial. Um And yeah, and they just basically, yeah, they blew it out of water, man, like, just like, they made the, the stones and all that just irrelevant, basically, like, <laughs> there's more bigger things out there now. Yeah, using uh, the
2: stones as paperweights and
0: shit. Yo, that was just, yeah, that was the big thing yeah. that to the story.
2: Yeah, that was something yeah. that we had noticed watching it, uh, me and my roommate, Tati, like um, they're killing each other over these Infinity Stones. And yeah. in the TVA, they're like, oh, no, nah, they're just paperweights. It's just a bunch of them in a drawer. Like, it makes Loki feel so insignificant in comparison yeah. to everything he's ever known. You know, so that shit was pretty cool. That shit was real cool.
0: You said um that uh Doctor Strange is connected to the WandaVision. How how is that?
2: Yeah, well, Doctor Strange movie uh coming out next year is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, oh. the yeah, so it it's all this the birth of the Multiverse in this show. Uh Wanda No, but I thought you said
0: WandaVision was connected to Doctor Strange. Because they how-
2: yeah, because they announced that Wanda was going to be in the movie
1: like a year ago, two years ago probably oh, at this point. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. All right. Dr. Strange was actually supposed to be in WandaVision. Like all the commercials on WandaVision, it was actually supposed to be Dr. Strange trying to speak to Wanda. Really? Yeah, he was actually supposed to teach her how to use some of her magic. Huh. Yeah, so. Uh, it was supposed to be so much more to WandaVision. But I thought he could only do
0: but... the time stone. Look at that. So he could do the reality stone. He can mess with it too? Well, I mean, because he yeah, does uh, like spells. He
2: learns
1: my nigga's the Sorcerer Supreme.
3: Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> all right, Josh, what did you think about Loki? I was blown away. Uh, from the first, like I said, the first minute of it where it joins just right in. Uh, I like the whole just, again, showing it how feeble all of their, their fights have been thus far. Yeah, It reminded me, uh, you know, kind of like a Star Trek multiverse, how there can just be anything no matter what, you know, complete randomness. I love the cinematography, that pretty much everything to it. And I liked the character development of that particular Loki. It, uh, you know, that could be a multiverse and different variations of all of us. You know, one of us is a millionaire, one of us is a soldier, this or that. I think this is the Loki who turns out not to be a piece of shit yeah yeah i mean there has to be one right yeah you know you said they're all they're all the terrorists maybe this is the one that actually turns out to like change things and there has to be one of them so
2: yeah yeah i mean this one is still a monster you know he is still a killer because in Avengers, he's on his way though yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's on
3: his way though
2: yeah he's trying to redeem the thousands like, of lives he's taken
3: yep like yeah. rick and morty he's the rickiest rick maybe this is like the lokiest loki in this way exactly
2: yes 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 definitely definitely because th- that uh yeah. showrunner mm-hmm. uh the head writer michael waldron he actually is a writer on rick and morty so oh, well, there you go works out yeah good. so it's, it's right there so yeah. um yeah uh i i actually really enjoyed the show um it's my favorite of the marvel series thus far um like WandaVision I really liked because it touched on grief and overcoming it, even though I think Wanda's a fucking terrorist. Um uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, really good show. Even though it gives you the this is racism lesson of the week every episode. Um, but the 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 world that it's it wants to portray, what it's it's the way that it's trying to push society. I appreciate what Falcon and Winter Soldier had to do. Even though I may not agree with all the politics that occur on the show, I definitely appreciate what the show was trying to ad- trying to accomplish. Uh, Loki, on the other hand, it asks you the question of free will versus predetermination, and I think that's crazy. You know, it's such a high concept, and it, it really, like, if you really sit down and think about what this show is saying, you could, you know, if you're a religious person come into question with, with your religious beliefs. You know, if you believe that things are a will or 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 um, you have the option of choosing what you do, that can come into conflict with, with how you feel religiously. So I, I really appreciate that they take these higher concepts and add this fantastical element to it. Um, I like Loki um, even though he's a terrorist as well. Um, but the writing of this show made you really feel for this particular variant of him, um, being that he doesn't live his life beyond the Avengers, the way the other Loki did, and he's made privy to everything that's going to happen. It automatically creates a different version, you know? So that gives Tom Hiddleston something new to play. And I really appreciate that, that he likes playing this role and really jumped into it. So, um, and then he who remains at the end. I mean, I'm not wearing a King of the Conqueror shirt for nothing. You know, so I'm I'm all for everything that this show did. Um, unlike WandaVision, which teased a lot of revelations, this gave us the revelations, and I really fuck with it. Uh, that's it, Sean, I'm done now. I
0: thought Sean
1: said something. So, <laughs> so, so Daryl will wear, so wear a Time Terror shirt?
3: A Time Terror yeah, yeah, I will wear
1: a
2: time terrorist shirt. We don't know him to be a time terrorist yet, okay. but he is what he is. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a time a, terrorist,
3: girl. but really like a really terrorist. Like, we don't. We he's don't. like an American. He's going in. He's like American. He's going in, breaking shit up, and saying, like, "Oh yeah, I'll put it all back together." Yeah. Like, oh, no worries. There you go. There <laughs> Four there you years go. later, we're just pulling right out again. <laughs> yeah.
2: And last I check, we're all citizens. So. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. So Ken Conqueror is okay with me. Um all right, let's talk about this series. Uh where we want to start off with with Loki himself, this variant of him. Uh how do we feel about it? I mean, we've kind of like touched on this variant already. Um He is a terrorist. He is trying to redeem himself. But is he really trying to redeem himself? Because he's trying to save the world or save the universe for a version of himself. So how good is he really?
0: Or is he really just trying to save his mom? I mean, after you realize that supposedly his mom dies because of his hands, does he feel like, Oh my God, I am a monster. And maybe this is why I should change. He's really just feeling sympathy for his mother. I think he only has sympathy for his mother in his heart. Period.
1: At the same time, you can kind of look at, the scene where they show Loki his future, that he didn't live, and how he sacrificed himself, like all that could play a huge factor in his decision.
3: All right, so what we were basically just talking about was um, Loki, uh, he just saw all the events, the way that it's going to play out, and he realized the error of his ways. Now, if, if a bad person, who is just bad, but realizes, and they don't want to be bad anymore, if they spend the rest of their life doing good deeds, does that make him a bad person in life or a good person? And I think that's where this Loki kind of is. He's trying to evaluate it. He doesn't want to be that. He doesn't want to be a piece of shit, but he's just trying to move forward and do the best that he can, just so that he can be a good person at the end. Because I think he really does love his brother, too. Somebody mentioned that about the love of his mother. I think that he actually really does love Thor, at least this variation of him, and he wants to be like his big brother.
2: Yeah, it, it's but then you it makes you force the question, at what point is someone irredeemable, you know? And yeah. and that's the thing with, with Loki, um, because... I think you're redeemable when you stop trying.
3: Okay, okay. Yeah. I, and I, I
2: can see that, I can see that. Um, like an
3: alcoholic that's just said, fuck it, I'm going to be an asshole, and I'm going to keep going, and that's it. <laughs> you yeah, know, screw everybody else around me. Versus, you know, trying to get up, trying to help yourself kind of a deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, but Loki has killed thousands of people. <laughs> like, I mean, we gotta. I mean, when we put it on that scale, on that that at that, that type of scope to this, uh, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. But all right, let's say there's billions of people in the world. He's lived for roughly fifteen hundred years. I don't think he's killed billions of people. So. Maybe, maybe in the grand scheme of things, he hasn't killed that many.
1: Is
0: there a number where you're irredeemable? I mean, are you saying Thanos can come back in and uh, we'll be cool with him one day? I mean, uh, is he redeemable?
2: Well, shoot. I mean, watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, some people would say that uh, Thanos was right. You know, yeah, yeah, the Flag Smashers in particular, they enjoyed the world when half the people were gone. So, I would say that they were like, all right, get that guy back here to snap those fingers so things can get back to the way they were.
3: You can't make an arm without breaking a few eggs, right? It,
2: exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
3: You know, that's
2: that's necessary evils. That's how yeah. some of these characters necessary
1: are the Necessary
2: evil. You know. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh let's let's move on from Loki and Owen Wilson's Mobius M. Mobius, who is uh based on a uh, famed Marvel writer, Captain Marvel, Captain America writer for over 10 years. Uh, Mark Grunewald, who was basically known as the keeper of continuity over at Marvel comics. Uh, I like having Owen Wilson in MCU. I like Mobius. Um, I think he's pretty much just the, the, I mean, we kind of called it from the beginning that at some point he was going to be the one to kind of rise up and turn against the TVA. Um, uh, Owen Wilson in the MCU works for me. Uh, Sean, you've watched tons of Owen Wilson
1: movies. Uh, you good with him in this role? Oh, I love it. But I'm only disappointed we just we did we we didn't get that one liner.
2: Oh, him saying wow? There's, yeah, there's so
1: many <laughs> there's so many opportunities for it. so fucking many. I'm like. Damn, like Disney, you you dropped the ball. Oh, this this is the one time you dropped the ball. Yeah, they yeah.
2: definitely dropped the ball with that one.
0: Yeah, his character, man. Um, like just seeing him from all those films, like you mentioned in previous films, like Wedding Crashers and all that other mm-hmm. stuff that I've seen Owen Wilson in. And then, yeah, with Marvel, they they always go with the comedy. Like I didn't see why why they don't pull. Now that's why I see now I'm seeing like um, Elaine as a. Uh, uh, Allegra in this, and then you start seeing... Um, I feel like Marvel, yeah, should pick up more comedians and put them in because that's that's their motive. I mean, that's where they go to. Um, they like to put like humor into it and make it funny. It just makes it a lot more, um, how do you say, relatable to people. You know, when they see these heroes making similar jokes that we do, you know, like seeing one of the Avengers dab or something like that. You know, like something like, you know, you it, that's what really... Attracts the younger crowds and the and the and the and the people that are really watching this stuff to put numbers in there. So I mean that's why and also you see Marvel is succeeding a lot more than DC because DC went for the series and the adults. I mean there's not much. I don't think there's a, there's a bigger audience for the comedy than there is for the series. No, but I like DC being dark. I mean, yeah, us here, but I don't think of the general population like all you're going to get more kids
3: watching Marvel. Well, I'll say too. Uh, I'm sorry. Loki, Loki was good for us because we could watch it with pretty much the whole family the entire time. I didn't, I don't think I ever really needed to look
1: away from it.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, if anything, maybe some of the higher concepts will probably need to be explained, but there's nothing on there. That's like parental discretion, you know, like, you know, yeah. parental advisory, you know, nothing like that in this series. Um, I would say, I would say, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Maybe you you would have to a little bit uh, explain. I mean, all of these things are teachable moments. Really, all these series. Uh,
3: I, I actually had to explain to my twelve year old that this is yes, this is a Loki and that's a Loki. And it's not what you think. <laughs> <his>
1: yeah. <laughs> I right up, no, no, no. <laughs>
3: just accept it for what it is and move on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. When a Loki don't ask too many questions. Sylvie that he really yeah.
0: likes. Uh, they get together. You know.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's speaking it of the... all different line of questioning right there. Yeah. <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> and speaking of the other Loki, uh, let's talk about Sylvia a little bit. How do we feel about? this variant of Loki who's trying to destroy the TVA because she's been on the run since she was born because she was born uh, a female pretty much because she was the goddess of mischief and not the God of mischief. Um, How do we feel about Sylvie and and her actions pretty much at the conclusion of this series, taking the life of he who remains Uh, Josh, what did you think about Sylvie?
3: i I was surprised I'd never seen the actress before, and I thought that she had she fit in perfectly. you know she stood toe to toe with Tom Hiddleston, who I didn't really care for him in the maybe the first Thor movie, but he grew on me uh later on and then in other things he's done as an actor. he's tremendous, and she stood toe to toe with him and didn't take any shit nice nice yeah yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta love that about a badass female character yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah.
2: Sophia DiMartino, I think the actress's name is. Yeah, I haven't seen her in anything prior to this either. Um, I had heard her name before, but I, I don't. Re- I don't remember ever seeing her do anything. Um, but yeah, to, to stand toe to toe with somebody who's been playing this character
3: for ten plus years, uh, and plus he's just a tremendous actor at anything yes. he does. Yes, he did this kind of like James Bond thing on the AMC. It blew me away. That that was when I first saw his like real reach. Okay, I don't know if you saw that movie. What it's called, but. Take If you have the time, go watch. It's like a three-part miniseries with uh, Hugh Lowry is in it as well, with Dr. House.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, wow, wow, yeah. I know. I think they've done a couple things together. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. You said it's on AMC?
3: It's on AMC, yeah.
2: Okay, all
3: right. He, he, he ends up becoming kind of like a James Bond secret agent in the Mid- Middle East, and uh, he's got to you know, be a chameleon and blend in everywhere. Yeah, it's good show. Nice,
2: nice, definitely, yeah, I, I'm definitely all for that I like any type of espionage, so, especially <laughs> British espionage um, yeah. I definitely want to check that out, alright uh, Rich, Sylvie, Sylvie Lushton, or Sylvie Laufey Daughter I think her name is in the show uh, What did you think about her?
0: So, like, if when you look at her, I kind of see a little bit of, like You know, so how, we, how we give a Wanda sort of, like, this sympathy what she did, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, this girl did something really big that's going to, like, change everything, you know? Um, but it's almost like the same. I got to give her the sympathy sort of that I gave Wanda, you know, she's traumatized. So, like, that's why she never could trust anyone, you know what I'm saying? And that's why, literally, she couldn't even trust the Loki that was in front of her. She goes ahead and does this thing where it's, it's going to alter everything for everyone um, and I sort of got to give her the, 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 the sympathy of yeah that she's trauma she doesn't know what's going on she feels like a trapped prisoner to this thing and then it was I, I just don't see how she could have accepted um, that she can't kill this thing that she's been trying to kill at the end you know like everything that she's gone through to try to um, finish the TVA and then at the end this other Loki is saying, nah, never mind. Let's just leave things how they are. And everything that we just did is for nothing. You know? I feel like that's why she did It's like, I can't. All this stuff that I did and now he's going to come here and I'm just going to let it be? And and then think like, oh, no, uh, I should let things be and how they are and everything. And then it goes to a good point. Maybe what if um, Khan knew and, like, knew that it, she would eventually just kill him because he's just going to come right back to that chair again.
2: You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, all right. So <clears throat> you're saying you do have some type of sympathy for her.
0: Yeah, I do. You do. I, I got to give do. the same sympathy that I would give for Wanda for what she did for, for cap, kidnapping people. Uh-huh. You know? I got to give this girl some sympathy, too, with her trauma, too. She has nobody, actually. You know? Um and so did Wanda. She had nobody. That's why she did what she did, you know? Yeah. And and that's what this girlfriend, she feels like her life was stolen from her, you know? She doesn't even know a life to even go back to. She just, she's nothing. She feels like she's nothing. And the only thing that's given her purpose is this mission. And now she's just supposed to stop and not and just say, oh, it was for nothing. All these years, all those. Remember when she, her plan didn't go through those charges? Down, she's like, this was planned out for years, years.
2: Yeah, she had to see this mission through. Yeah, I feel you.
0: I feel you. I mean... I'm not justifying, but I feel like that was the reason, you
2: know? All right. I mean, I think she messed up when she broke the trope of uh, killing the black best friend because Tony listens to Rhodey, Kat listens to Sam, and as soon as this Loki variant decided to listen to Kang, listen to he who remains, she's like, mm-hmm. Oh no, nah, we got to get him out of here. You're tripping. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. happens? She breaks the multiverse. So I think that's where she went wrong when she broke the trope. Cause that's a famous trope in Marvel. All these, <laughs> these uh, magical Negro best friends. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I think
3: that, um, that's, that's been a trope in American cinema since the eighties. Pretty much. But hey, they brought us together You know, brought us
1: together yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Sure, what do you think about Sylvie? I like Sylvie's character I, I like But did they are, are we sure Are we sure that The reason why she got The time variant wanted not hers Because she was a female Loki I mean, that's That's what she says In one of the episodes That's what she thinks but, yeah, I like, I like the character. I like, I I like the character development. I, can, I see where Richard's coming from. Like, she honestly had nobody. She's traumatized. She lived on dying worlds her entire life, hopping from one to another to another, not knowing when's her last day, and, like, just the mission. But at the same time, I can kind of see where she fucked up. Like, she... she she wanted to trust and believe in his Loki, but she she, she couldn't, and she, she broke the universe. But
2: she couldn't because that's her breed. She traumatized her like, predetermined
3: fate. She she can't See, trust that's him. That's a good question. You know, I, that's I, a I good question. question. Yeah, I actually think it is because of, I think she rep- just represents chaos. Uh, well, what's his name was was order and organized the universe in a certain way, making sure everything was set up how it how he thought it should be. That was his job to conquer all the realms, yada, yada. And her job is to make sure that it just keeps going round and around and sh- she's chaos, yin and yang.
2: Okay, yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. Like, Lokis are destined to kill whoever organizes the the timeline so that way mm. it could reset and it constantly happens. over. Yeah, I was, after watching it, binging it today, I Infinity, yada, you know. Exactly, yeah. I was starting mm-hmm. to get that feeling, like maybe it's a different one that sits in the chair every
1: time at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so know, you think about it, Kane says, "I'm bored, I'm tired. Like he, he needs some excitement.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's ready to go conquering again. Definitely, that's definitely <laughs> what I was, what I was getting. Now having the opportunity to watch it all together, Um let's talk hey, about. No,
0: talking- oh, no, right. keep going, Rich. So the Khan knew, knew everything, knew what was going to be said, what was going to be done and everything. Like he didn't know what she was going to do. He didn't know what choices they were going to make or did he like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's why oh. that, I'm kind of confused.
2: Yeah. He probably didn't know.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking that too. That's yeah. what you said. He, said. he was bored. I think, yeah, he was just gonna, He he just thought this was like something interesting. I think it's almost just like the old Loki where he got bored in that, in that planet. And he just to get out of it, he just, got out. And the only reason why he got out of it was because of boredom and
2: loneliness. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then he got caught. Um, yeah, yeah but, but yeah, I definitely think that, that, you know, maybe Nathaniel Richards, cause it's not necessarily Kang is the variant that rules every time. But, yeah. but let's say that Nathaniel Richards is going to constantly do this cycle of multiversal war and bringing it together. Um, surely in this iteration of the multiverse, is going to happen. Uh, Some heroes are going to actually alter it, so we won't be able to reset it continuously like he was before. So, so that's that's what's going to make this iteration of the multiverse unique in these films coming up because it's going to have lasting ramifications. But um, let's talk about King's girlfriend, actually, uh, Ravana Judge, Ravana Renslayer, who we uh, meet in the first episode, played by Gugu Mbatha Raw. Um, from Fast Colors, and she's in something else I've seen. Uh, Ravana Renslayer in the comics is King's well, the object of King's affection. She doesn't really return it a lot, like Thanos and Mistress Death. Um, she shows up in Avengers twenty three way back in the sixties, and King's whole beef with the Avengers is basically to impress Ravana, like that's his entire goal. Um, she's at times appeared by his side, sometimes uh, with consent, sometimes without. Um, But the version of her that we get in this show pretty much seems like a precursor to all of that stuff. So what do we think about uh, the zealot Ravana? Because even though she found out that the timekeepers were fake, she was still like, nah, there's gotta be a reason why this shit is happening like this. So, so what do you think about Ravana? Uh Sean, let's start off with you. She crazy. Okay. Okay. That's uh right.
1: She nuts. <laughs> like she nuts. Like like that's that's the only way I can explain it. Like you just realize that you've been lied to your entire life and you're like, oh no, we gotta continue this. Like no, you're tripping. But I love I love I love the character. I love I love her as an actress. Don't get twisted. I'm happy to see her on screen in the Marvel Universe, but Ravina Frenzly is great So,
0: so she sipped on the Kool Aid and she was like, Hmm, I wonder if there's another.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> another flavor. <laughs> <Same>. Yeah, <laughs> screw I'm just she, she, gonna keep running right off the cliff. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she sold.
2: She was sold from the start. <laughs> she was sold. Yeah, Ravina. She's yeah. she's she's
1: a true believer.
0: Yeah, got that oh, who knows? I don't know. Kang is is the you said he's the. He, well, I'm also noticing this. This is like a Marvel thing where bad guys always have some women issue or something like that, or a woman doesn't pay attention to them, so they mad at the whole world and they just want to take it out on everybody. I'm noticing that. Me and my wife is fighting. I'm turning turning to Thanos. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everybody, uh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna collect the infinity stone to smash your ass. <laughs> yeah. get this uh, glove. watch girl. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, yeah. um, nah, do they all have women issues? Yeah, I mean, some of them do,
3: definitely some yeah. of them,
0: some definitely
2: of them. some of them. Yeah,
3: but I mean. Um, I mean the only what I could say, maybe not Tony Stark, but that's after he got Pepper Potts. Then he, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I'm thinking just just the the villain
3: before.
1: Oh, villains, okay. My I man, yeah. Red Skull ain't got no women issues. Red Skull, yeah. Oh yeah, true. that's why he's a perfect villain. Man, he ain't got no women issues. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't buy one his ugly ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she got that mission, um, the the Mrs. Time, um. Ravana? Yeah, she she received a thing. She asked for some documents. She didn't get them. And Mrs. Minutes gave her something else. Said, he would be interested for you to look into this. He thinks you would find this more, more interesting. Right. You think that's what basically is going to let her know why this is still good? And even though she knew that there were variants and everything, she was still down with it? Because she saw something in there that she was, or she wants to discover whatever it is that Khan wants her to see?
1: Yeah, can I mean, maybe, what timeline do it? What timeline do we think he sent her to?
0: Yeah, that's a good question too.
3: And maybe she's just part of the overall plan of chaos. Maybe she saw that that, that her place in the total totality of making sure that reality just keeps happening this way. Mm-hmm. You know, even though the the reality has been shattered, and Infinity Stones don't matter. You know, maybe it all still is part of one bigger plan, and she saw her little part in it.
2: Yeah, those documents could have been like, here's a safe space for you to go to while all this shit is
3: happening. And that's why she's so fervent in carrying out her mission because she knows exactly what her mission is. She knows her place in the continuum.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's a company woman. 100%. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's she's all in. She's all in. Let's talk about the company, actually. The TVA, the Time Variance Authority. Uh, We meet Hunter B-15, played by Mumi Mosaku from Lovecraft Country. Hunter C twenty, who is uh, I can't remember what the actress's name is, but she is in a show on Amazon. Uh, goodness, I can't remember the name of the show. It's about a comic book that tells about plagues. It foretells about them oh before. Utopia. Utopia, that's it, that's it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. and
2: Miss Minutes, voiced by yeah. Tara Strong, who is the voice of a uh, Harley Quinn after Arlene Sorkin. So. The TVA, Time Variance Authority, uh, for all time, always. Um, shady as fuck. Uh, time 12, I've heard them be called before. Um, what do we think about the TVA? Overall, as an organization, to go alongside uh, bad guy groups we've already had, like Hydra and AIM and, and all these other groups, S.W.O.R.D. maybe. Uh, what do we think about the TVA? And you know what TVA could do going forward. Uh, with the end of this series. Uh, Josh, you want to start off?
3: Uh, Yes, I think they're just part of all the the same thing, just the next level up. Uh, Every reality has to have some sort of uh, agency to try to contain it, to try to give it some sort of order. Uh, Do I think that they were inherently evil? I I don't know. Um, Again, the United States does a lot of terrible shit around the planet, but also does a lot of good, and maybe you have to do a little bit of bad to get a lot of bit of good.
0: They're like a government agency, I feel, you know, like they're like just like they're just keeping things tight, you know, like uh with the with time. Um but yeah, it was just that built on a lie with the three aliens and this, this and that, you know, like that was just shady, really shady. Um,
3: but if yeah, you look but at the founding of the United States It's really shady too, yeah, too <laughs> it's we thinking it, it's, it's the three shit. heads Like our Senators And House of Representatives And all these chambers right and John then, Adams was about the best person Maybe yeah. Benjamin Franklin But the rest of them full of shit yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah Yeah you see there's always a Mobius in there
0: You know There's a, in the government. There's always There could be a Mobius You know there's some real good guy That's actually trying to do some good You know but the system is bull, you know. The whole thing—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's full of uh, bull. But I guess knowledge—if you told the variants, it, they just couldn't do their job. That's all. Like that's when you go like, oh, that—that that made sense, you know. Like just like with the big guy, we this whole time we're thinking, oh, we need to destroy this this whole thing. This thing is like a lie. This thing is creating things, and then at the end we realize, no, like no, that actually we're better off with it. I think that it could be worse, you know. So that's so is that also with us too like oh we, we really hate this government and everything but could it be worse than this government? I don't know, you know like you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. We could be a worse
0: situation. Yeah.
1: That that whole that whole analogy can work with religion too. Religion too yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. I mean that the higher concepts of this series uh mm. can make you question like I was saying to, uh, I think I was telling Rich uh, earlier today and I was telling somebody a couple months ago um, like Loki has me questioning my own existence like this series mm-hmm. like the, the questions that you ask from like comic book superhero shit but this whole this whole thing of of like the devil you know better than the devil you don't you know it's it's that type of shit is wild um, but yeah comparing it to to governments and and everything like that. I mean, this series could be telling those stories easily. Easily. Um, but the TVA, uh I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as a fan, yeah, it's bad, you know, but being practical about it, I mean, I see the purpose of it. Like I get it, you know, but I I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's uh it's a lot to to take on the whole. The
3: whole, as we said in the beginning, free do you, will. Do you feel that determination? Do you? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you feel though that there has to be control, or should it just be chaos? A natural. I think. Is it, is it more natural to have some something in control of you to tell you what to do or how to be a good person, or do you think it should be a little bit more chaotic or just you know haphazard?
2: I mean, I kind of think it should probably exist in cycles. I think that control is cool, but it, it's inevitable that you're going to get to a point where control is, is um, bogged down by the standards of yesteryear. You know, it's like it's time to uproot the system and change things up, you know, and then create new rules based on this new reality that we're living in. You know, I think that's what needs to happen. Um, it's it's I wouldn't say necessarily a purge, you know, not that, but I feel like, like um a soft reset is necessary every once in a while. I think that's the only way that you can consciously take the good that was in the past and bring it on and add to it, which is, you know what we should be doing as human beings, as, as people existing, we should be taking the best lessons of our ancestors adding our shit to it, giving it to our kids, so that way they can, can keep the cycle going. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the only way I can think. So, this multiversal war in Loki, completely necessary. Completely necessary. So, the TVA has to go.
0: Can you also mention, Daryl, um, that you believe that uh, this place, TVA, the, the, the city itself, it might be located apparently in the quantum realm?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I completely forgot. I wasn't even gonna yeah. mention
0: that. Yeah,
2: yeah. if you ever seen Ant Man and the Wasp, there's a scene um when they're in the quantum realm rescuing Janet. And in one of like a, a droplet of water inside the quantum realm, you can see a city inside of it. So it's been theorized that, that city is possibly Chronopolis, and in the comics, Chronopolis is the home of Kang. Um the TVA when in that first episode, when Loki and Mobius are walking and they look out, it looks kind of like Chronopolis. So I'm thinking that the TVA exists inside the quantum realm. So I'm thinking that's why that the stones don't work because, uh, they said that Scott Lang didn't get snapped away because he was in the quantum realm. And, uh, damn, there was something else. Daryl
0: got the juicy facts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and and they say in Loki, time works differently in the TVA. That's also something that Janet says about the quantum realm. She says time works differently in the quantum realm. So well, at, As
3: you approach smaller and smaller, uh, it's Matt, I'm pretty sure if this is what I remember right, time actually does slow down. So the smaller and smaller that you actually do get, you know, in cellular down from the cells, down to subatomic particles, time actually does slow down.
2: Wow! So, so Marvel Science is, is pretty accurate.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, because he said that while he was in the quantum realm, five years felt like five hours. So, wow! So, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm theorizing that uh, they're at. Um, I,
3: I always found it funny, like science fiction from the sixties. I, I love Star Trek, things like that. Star, yeah, you know, Star Wars, of course. But the stuff that we guess ahead of time. Like original H.P. Lovecraft back in the 20s, that's kind of like a good idea. And then years later, we kind of, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like some intrinsic memory in us. You know, that we we just don't realize that we know until somebody writes it down. And then as, as humans, like we just figure out how to make it real. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's know, um, I'm getting really deep there. I'm sorry. No,
2: <laughs> no, 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 that's yeah. good. That's good. No. It's um damn, I can't remember. I was watching something. And oh, I was watching the, the movie uh uh Infinite. The the Mark Wahlberg movie. It's on Paramount Plus. Uh where he said he finds himself doing things and it's it's he's not like it's like he already knows how to do them. It's things like that. Where I feel mm-hmm. like that's pretty much how we are um, as as a, as, an, as a as a human as humans as a species is these things that we dream up we make them real, but it's because like like to a certain extent we we already know how to do it. Well, I mean, and also alien intervention is also how we know how to do a lot of the shit that we know how to do. <laughs> uh, but that's a different conversation for for another time. Um, bringing it back into Loki. Uh, let's talk about the Council of Lokis, basically our Council of Ricks in this show. Uh, Classic Loki, Kid Loki, Boastful Loki, and Alligator Loki. Um, Kid Loki was cool uh, because that's a young Avenger. So we got another young Avenger in all these series. Uh, Classic Loki, who was played by Richard E. Grant. Um, probably the Loki that got the most screen time out of all of them. Boastful Loki was around for a little bit, and uh, Alligator Loki, who was pretty cool. Uh, What do we think about the Council of Lokis? Uh, Did any of them survive, do we think? Or are they all gone by. uh, I think
1: Kid Loki survived. Kid Loki survived? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Seeing all those Lokis was a good scene. Alligator Loki, I think he survived. My nigga take your hands off.
3: You know <laughs> <laughs> I just I just liked how random that one was. Like that's the one that got me. Like yeah. I could see the kid, I could see the, the female version, but when I saw the alligator, that's when I, I, I was dying laughing. Like that's that's true originality right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. And everybody was was, was, was like shocked at this alligator and <laughs> nobody mm-hmm. could believe that it was a Loki. Um yeah, alligator Loki was great. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Alligator Loki biting hands off and and uh, just being all types of
0: awesome. Uh, and how the other Lokis knew what he was saying? Like they were able to communicate with him.
2: Only classic Loki, the old man could. Oh
0: yeah, yeah you're right. Only classic. You're right. Yeah, he was the only one that could. Oh, but wait, with the big uh, the big dude, um, he wasn't. Didn't he say something to the Alligator Loki at one point? And he's like, oh yeah, but you didn't. Blah blah blah. I forgot. I thought they were communicating with him.
2: Nah, he had said some shit. Old Loki said that uh that's alligator for liar and growling at the same time. And then he said something back and then he uh then he bit him. Okay,
0: okay,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was interesting. That only that one could understand him, not the others.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now um all these Loki's are killers as well as our main Loki, um, but yeah, I hope to see Kid Loki again. I hope to see Alligator Loki again. Classic Loki, I'm good. I don't need to see again. Um, this was good enough to see how far uh, Loki could possibly go. You know, I don't need to see anything else. But let's get to the big thing. Let's let's get to what we what we really want to talk about. Alright, let's talk about the Citadel at the end of time. Let's talk about Eliot. Let's talk about He Who Remains. Alright. Jonathan Majors showing up as Nathaniel Richards. Um when I watched the did anybody watch the assembled of Loki? Like, I've no don't really watch the making of's. I watched this one. Um, really well done. Made me appreciate the show so much more because you really see how much Tom Hiddleston really cares about playing this character. Um, you really see how much work went into the series, how much attention to detail. Um, and Jonathan Majors was only there for like the last week of filming and no one knew how Marvel kept that a secret is good. And what really gets me with, with them uh, revealing him at the end, it breaks conventional storytelling Um because you, it's, it's typical. You can't solve a mystery by introducing a new character to the to the thing uh, at the end to solve it. You know, you, you traditionally can't do that. But for Marvel to to do it and not even just do it, like stick the fucking landing, um, it's really impressive and shows that like this this what ten fifteen year experiment that they started back with Iron Man. Is still just as fresh as it's ever been. You know, it's, it's truly impressive. You know, even if you don't dig superheroes and shit, like just the fact that they're doing this and nailing it is, is fucking amazing. Um, but Jonathan majors, I mean, I'm a fan of him. Lovecraft country, last black man in San Francisco, uh, the five bloods. Um, he hasn't really been acting that long. He's only been on the scene for like three or four years. But everything I've seen him in, you see the growth in him as an actor. You see that he really cares about this shit. And um, he has interesting takes on this material. He's amazing as Nathaniel Richards. I can't wait to see him play more variants of this character. Um, If anybody else wants to talk, because I could go ramble on and on and on and on about about Jonathan Majors and this character myself.
1: Well, Daryl, man, you both did Lovecraft Country, and I'm a huge Jonathan Major fan. I think he's a fantastic a- actor. I love his portrayal of the man at the end of the time, how flamboyant, how egotistic he was. Like he, he, he was a true villain, but he wasn't a villain. It was it was kind of it's kind of hard to explain. You don't think he was a villain? Yeah, I said he was a villain, but he wasn't a villain. I mean, like, like you see how because, up he gets when he talks look-
2: about weaponizing Eliath and Oh yeah, he's but
1: he's evil. But are all the thing Richards evil? Well, see, because because that because now we're at the point like, all right, he's evil on like all, all, all the thing Richard because he's star- all the thing Richard started the multiverse war well, have you ever seen Sean have you ever seen that
3: excuse me interrupt you that jet Lee movie I think it was called the one, the one he went yeah. back, he had to kill alternate so I think this is the one that just killed all the good versions of himself maybe if anything he's the conqueror that's what I'm thinking
2: that, I, that's definitely the vibe I get whoever whoever wins the multiversal war "Quote unquote wins." They're the mm-hmm. conqueror. Like the 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 good one wouldn't want to to eradicate everyone else. You know, if there is a good one.
1: Is yes, I it? <laughs> it could could all Nathaniel Richards be inherently evil? Right.
0: And Sylvie so didn't
3: do bad then. Well, and you know, it is part part of the puzzle. Either, you know each person has their own part to play I think I when he was just sitting back acting all cool I think like he didn't know which way he was gonna go yay or nay uh, that that's the and I think maybe he's been there You, you seem, I think one of you said that he seemed like he had been there before he probably has but that's you know that's the only thrill he gets out of existence is which way is she gonna go this time is she gonna kill me or leave me alive that's a good question that is a good question it's, it's kinda like uh in the in the matrix, it's it's all causality. It's like in the matrix at the end where you have the uh, the architect, I think it was. Yeah. The KFC yeah. Colonel Sanders looking guy. Yeah, yeah. And... I was just about to say it. George <laughs> <Lord> Carl. <Yeah. laughs> Life comes down to a, a box of chicken. Um,
1: <laughs> and, uh,
3: <laughs> but you didn't you didn't know if Neo was gonna go save Trinity or if he was gonna, you know, just restart the Matrix as such.
2: Yeah, and and Neo picking the opposite choice, he defied his predecessors mm-hmm. uh, by saving Trinity. Yeah, so
3: yeah, I definitely maybe he was. Maybe he was genuinely shocked this time that she made that choice, and he was actually happy. All right, cool. We get to play this out now.
2: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, I don't have to wait another million years for somebody to make it here to present me with this again. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, that's that's actually a really interesting. Uh, concept. I didn't. I didn't think about that part of it. Um, to go back to, no, John, I, I
3: thought. That, I, I'm sorry if I could jump in Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Jonathan Majors did a did a great job. I'd only ever seen him before in, in Lovecraft Country, which I liked H.P. Lovecraft as an author. Otherwise, you know the, the sci-fi said Mountains of Madness. I know he was a piece of shit in his real life, but yes. it's real good sci-fi. Uh, I like how they got him back with a, with Lovecraft Country.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well,
3: They paid him back with that. <laughs> uh, and again, I, I like seeing new actors up against, uh, you know, veteran actors, like Curtis B. Vance and uh, Michael K. Williams. Oh, yes. I've loved Michael K. Williams since uh, the first episode of Sopranos I saw him in. Okay. All through all the Empire, The Wire. What better of a character than character in The Wire?
2: Oh, uh, Omar. So, but I,
3: Omar. <laughs> Omar coming. But, uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that doesn't Um I, But I saw his range with this. I only saw Jonathan Majors play that one character, the Atticus. Uh, yeah, yeah, a black guy in the civil rights era, military, angry. Mm-hmm. You know, Atticus and, was uh, an asshole. What's that? Atticus was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only part I saw of him. And you see a little bit of a softer side, but this, you saw his comic humor and range. Yeah, he could make you laugh at the same time of telling you something horrible.
2: Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah, and and, and he's actually going to get to play so many different versions of this character. We're going to see so many different different types. You know, it's, it's going to be... Have you ever seen
3: Orphan Black? I've watched an episode or two.
2: Okay. Or, Orphan Black, I mean, if anyone else... Uh, hasn't seen it. If you're if you're unfamiliar, uh, Tatiana Maslany, she basically plays uh, different uh, clones of this one particular girl, and one is a housewife, one is a chemist, one one is a detective, um, so many different versions, and one is a, a killer. Um, but you actually see the range of this this actress. It's incredible. And I have a feeling like that's what we're about to get with um, Jonathan Majors playing this role of Nathaniel Richards. Like, Kang is going to be unlike Ramatut, is going to be unlike He Who Remains, is going to be li- unlike Amortis, and uh, whatever, whatever other names that, that he comes along with. Um, it, it's going to be really cool. And and I get why an actor would want to do this. You know, this is such an opportunity to really just flex, you know, for for five years you know so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to everything that, that comes along with this um but to go back to sean's question um is every version of nathaniel richards inherently bad well we are familiar um the the people in the comic book community with a version of nathaniel richards that's a teenager named iron lad where old nathaniel richards king the conqueror comes to this teenager and says, you're about to get fucked up. Um, That's going to send you on a dark path to become me, King the Conqueror. So before they fuck you up, I'm just going to give you what you need to kill them. So the teenager freaks out because he's like, I don't want to grow up to be you. Um, Takes his time travel machine, goes back in time and tries to warn the Avengers of the incoming uh, older version of himself. So I have a feeling like that's something that's probably going to translate onto the big screen because that is one version, one variant of this character that is trying to do good at least. So I feel like that's uh because that's, that's a whole thing. I mean, free will versus predetermination. We asked the question about Loki. Now we have to ask this question about this character as well. Are they all just destined to do this multiversal war? Or is one of them really going to be like, "Nah, I don't have to do that." So we'll see how it plays out. You know, I'm very interested to see what what, what happens with all of this stuff. Um, anybody else got anything to say about Jonathan Majors and uh, the character
3: of Nathan Richard of King, the Conqueror. No. I'm pretty much covered. When when did they first start calling him Kang? Was that like way back when in the comic books, or is that something that they added later on?
2: Uh, that's that's his name from the comic books. Um, okay,
3: yeah, yeah. And this character's been around for a long time in the comic books since right? the sixties. Yeah, that's what. Before this Kang to me was always a Star Trek Klingon, a bad guy. <laughs> okay, or Kang. Oh, it's like I wonder how long because Star Trek is infamous for ripping stuff off. So they probably just ripped it off like that. They were just looking for names, slipping through the car. Oh, Kang sounds good. That. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I would
2: want to say that Star Trek probably predates Kang's conception. Cause what, Star Trek is when was the well, first it,
3: 66? Well Kang would have been uh the, the when Kang came in, it would have been uh, well no yeah that yeah that would have been back then yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cause because the original
3: uh run was only three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe. So, yeah, he, I don't he, know. He what was a, one of the, the Klingons that, you know, eventually would uh, be was on Deep Space Nine later on. Uh, they brought him back, and then they gave him the head thing again. But he was one of the Klingons that looked human. They just darkened up his face a little bit. Okay. made him back Russian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look in. Now I'm interested. I'm going to have to check it out and see which one came first, the chicken or the egg. All right. Um, any hopes for these characters in the future? Loki, Sylvie, he who remains... Um, Anywhere we want to see these characters again, uh, well, we know we're going to see Jonathan Majors' as Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in uh, February 2023. But um, any hopes for anybody else? Uh, Sean.
1: All right, Sylvie. I'm so looking forward to see what happens with her because like, her actions is going to cause so many different ramifications that I want to see how she deals with how she deals with this because she's going to, she's affecting everybody's lives by one, by one action. And then Loki, I'm curious to see where they where they go with his character because now he's in a universe where Kang isn't hiding. Kang is, he's letting everybody know I'm in charge. And who else are we talking about? Uh, uh, well, who else was on the show? Mobius. Oh, Jonathan Majors. I, I, I like to go back to something you said. I don't want to beat up, beat on a dead horse. I'm looking forward to seeing all the different variations of his character. I'm looking forward to seeing the range because, like you said, this him playing this role in particular with all these different variations of the character is going to open up so many different doors for him that we are at the cusp of seeing his acting career.
2: Word, yeah, yeah, because this is definitely just the beginning uh,
0: with him. All right, um, rich. I, period. And, period. I just want to know how Sylvie's going to get out of this place. She's period. still there. Like, how the hell she's going to get out of this cloud, this Eliot, and all that? Like, I that's that's. I just want to see that. I want to know how she got out of it because it was really hard to get in there. True. I want to see how she got out. Um. Um, and then, um, oh, another thing that before we leave, uh, we leave it all out when I'm talking about Eliot. Remember, we noticed um, that we looked at the charges that they use. That they, they're basically those charges that reset a world when they go in it. You know, like when the TVA would go mm-hmm. into a place, they say charge, reset everything. Mm-hmm. Remember, we noticed they had a little purple cloud in it. Is Eliot? Of a part of a in those charges, that was like a question of mine. I wish I could get an it answer. Doesn't that.
3: Ken use the magic of what was that cloud demon? A yes. yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, I think he learned back way back when to harness the power of that thing, and that's how he conquered all the realms, right? So maybe, yeah. And right. then he, he, he founded the TVA, I think, or he would have been the person that made it happen. So maybe that's sure. maybe that sure. is what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So maybe judge, maybe um the judge went ahead, and she was the one that maybe initiated or or sort of like implemented that mm-hmm. and made
1: that development to make that charge. Um, so other, uh, I think that would have been the King thing because we got to remember King was a fu- King's a genius. True, he's the son. The thing, the Richards is a genius. True, true, yeah. Um, so yeah, other
0: developments. Otherwise, yeah, I would like to see um the. Um, where Loki went, definitely, what's going to end up happening with him. Is he going to keep this path of righteousness and all this stuff? Or or is he going to be really upset because of what a Sylvie did? Is he going to forgive her right away? Um, is he cool with her still, even though? I mean, I'm pretty sure he is still. Um, but, um, yeah, exactly how he said, how everybody's going to treat Sylvie, how... Is she gonna feel so responsible that she's gonna like dedicate herself to try to undo this or rectify this in some way? You or, know,
2: or will she just not even care?
0: <laughs> right. You know, so, so. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oops!
2: Like
3: Wanda. Oops. <laughs> you know, she says sorry yeah, and just left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I that's like
3: control. my wife when she's when she cooks something amazing, cook, but the get and just looks like a bomb hit it afterwards. It looks like she's cooked like oh. 10 meals. <laughs> 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 oh, well. <laughs> get in later. That's a good enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll get shipped. She's going to listen later. I'll get shipped for that one
1: later. So. <laughs> one, of my, one, of, one of my girlfriends made uh, some kind of chocolate dessert. I go inside the kitchen. There's fucking chocolate on the ceiling and shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? How do you yeah. do that? Yeah, right. How does that happen? I'm like,
3: what the fuck?
2: <laughs> All right, Josh, your uh, hopes for these characters in the future.
3: Uh, well, I again, I I did not talk, start off as a Tom Hiddleston fan whatsoever, but he's yeah, you know, I don't say man crush, but I think he's awesome. Um, you can say man crush. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like him a little thicker. He's still, he's a little too thin. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that uh, I, I'm hoping that he ends up being the Loki that's not not like the rest of the Lokis. You know, he's he's the one that ends up real. Again, it, are you a bad person if you try to do good things your whole life and you dedicate yourself to good? You know, you may start may have started off bad, but there's redemption for anybody. And again, as long as you keep trying, you don't give up. Whereas everybody else just accepts that. All right, well, I'm a piece of crap. I might as well just play out play out the role handed to me. Yeah. Uh, as far as Sylvie goes, again, I think that I think that she's going to be maybe kind of the bad guy in the next season. I think he's he's going to love her, and again, that brings up whole other issues. But yeah. <laughs> he's going to love her. It's a
2: little Lannistery.
3: But I think that she's going to be happy with the chaos that ensued because now at least it's it's a free choice. And the, you know we can mold from here. Let's see, I uh, did I freeze? Ah,
2: All right, froze a little bit. You're back though. There
3: you go. There you go. So I was just saying I can't. I can't wait to see the next season.
2: Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm I'm very much looking forward to next season. Um, with Kang being in charge of the TVA, I'm wondering is he going to be. Uh, uh, an antagonist in the next season or is he just going to go straight to the movies, uh, regarding Sylvie? I, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Sylvie's going to bask in this chaos. Like she's going to feel like I don't have to live in apocalypses anymore. Apocalypse anymore. I can go where I please and and do what I feel like I want to do. Uh, Loki going forward, the redemption arc. I, I'm, I'm usually not one for redemption arcs. It's one of my major issues with the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I don't think John Walker should have had a redemption arc in that last episode. I think he should have just. After episode five, we had not seen him again. Um, uh, but this version of Loki, there's a lot of bad shit that he didn't do. I mean, because his his path to to infamy stopped after the Avengers. So so all right. I can get on board with his his redemption. Um I definitely want to see where he goes forward. Uh I wanna know if he's gonna run into his brother. You know, that's something that, that I would like to see. Um uh who else? He who remains, Nathaniel Richards. I just I can't wait to see him in anything. So he could he could pop up in eternal Shang Chi Hawkeye uh uh fucking the white lotus he can pop up in anything and I'd be fine so so I mean that's, that's all I have to say about uh, Jonathan Majors uh, in this role of Nathaniel Richards but yeah I'm looking forward to, to future seasons of this series I, I think that it really delivered strongly on everything um, uh, the weakest episode was episode 3 and I thought that was a good character study between Loki and Sylvie so yeah, I've got nothing nothing bad to say about this. So uh, is uh,
3: Owen Wilson's coming back, right? Yes,
2: yes, yeah, yeah. He, he's
3: uh, I never really liked him before the Life Aquatic. That's kind of a quirky Bill Murray movie, the, but that's one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Wes Anderson, I, The Life Aquatic with yeah, Steve Zissou.
3: Oh, it's yeah. I awesome. like all the rest of them, but I think that that like the, I the love that movie. one. The one with Angelica Houston, the other one with Angelica Houston, but I, uh, The Life Aquatic, and I love Bill Murray. He was just so out there and unlike anything else. But, oh yeah. So I, 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 when I saw him in this, I, everything that he's been in since then, I'm like, all right, you know, he might be a, he might play a very like typical doof most of the time, mm-hmm. but you see, see more, more beneath the surface. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, The Life Aquatic. Not many people drop that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's shit. <laughs> I've spent too much time <laughs> <laughs> not
2: doing things i should Z that's my shit mm-hmm. oh man yep all right um that is it that concludes our coverage of these disney plus marvel studios series leading up to what if um the first episode of what if already came out what if captain carter was peggy carter was the first avenger i think we're going to cover that next week probably along with the second episode of that as well. Um, We're going to be doing this probably the same time next week. If any of you gentlemen want to join in again.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Cool. Cool. All right. Um, That wraps up the show. Like, follow, share with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at superior hero show. There you can find links to this show. You can find links to Books, Brews, Brews. And if you're watching Lovecraft Country, you can actually watch and follow episode by episode with our podcast that we have on there, Lydia's Last Guest, with myself, Sean, and Roz talking about um, the HBO, the recently canceled, uh, Emmy-nominated HBO series, Lovecraft Country, where... Well, we've we've won in a second season. Uh, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I wouldn't either.
1: So it's
2: like... Yeah. yeah, but the White Lotus got a second season and that was supposed to be a limited series. Like, they went out of their way to renew the White Lotus and cancel Lovecraft Country. But that's not what I'm here to do, to bitch about HBO's practices. So, um, I'm Daryl that's rich that's sean that's josh
0: all right guys thank y'all for having me thanks guys i'll see you guys next week
2: all right the one below none episode 20 come back for episode 21 we're covering what
0: if